this week Leslie is sick so we could not record thankfully she was tested for corona well not thankfully she was tested but thankfully her results came back that she was negative for corona but due to us not being able to record since she is sick please enjoy this mini crime for, from our patreon page also next week starts part one for all you Dahmer fans. I hope you enjoy and make sure to visit us next week and just bear with us as the sickness is coming and going through. Tamara, you ready to hear about our mini murder? Mini, 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 mini murder. <laughs> it is. All right. I shouldn't. That that sounded <laughs> bad. That is not exciting. I guess that's my sick sense of humor. Yeah, we'll go with it. But it sounded good. Well, thanks. But I, I, I do under- respects to them people, family. Today's podcast is presented to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be contacted with advertisers to fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And make sure you add our podcast in the how did you hear about podgo section of the application. So this is our little spinoff mini case for Jessica Chambers. So we're going to talk about Mandy. Okay. So Mandy was a 34-year-old. 34-year-old girl. She was a international student from Thailand. She lived in an apartment in Monroe, Louisiana. And I feel like we have some listeners from there. So, like, shout out to y'all. And Leah's not your family. Yeah. If it is, we are sorry. So, she lived right off the campus of Louisiana. The University of Louisiana, I guess I should say. LSU? Oh, yeah. I think it was like U. U University of Louisiana, yeah. not Louisiana University. Maybe I don't know. I mean, they do. It it was like U L S or something another U L U L U L Monroe. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. University of Louisiana Monroe. Yeah. So that's where she lived. So it's kind of like I is if I'm thinking right, it's kind of like U S C Upstate. Okay. 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 Yeah, because they have, like, when we, you'll see, like, going to different states, like Fort Smith. I mean, not Fort Smith. You'll see University of Arkansas, Fort Smith. You'll see USC Upstate. You'll see, like, different. Got you. So, it, it's. It's a smaller version of the bigger the school. It's the school, but smaller. Okay. So, yeah, that's where she went then. So, she was studying education. And she would pass out candy to the kids in her neighborhood. Okay. And I'm like, that's sweet. 
but kind of creepy for a 30 year old to just like hand out candy but it depends how they portrayed it like she could have just been like she knows the kids here you go and not like like (laughs) it's how you i mean like me researching this i'm like oh honey like that's a no-no like but also when did this happen the world has changed like 2015. But the world wasn't yeah, crazy then. I mean, it was still crazy, but not today crazy. Yeah. So, friends of me do notice they haven't seen or heard from her in a while. So, they just called the cops to do like a wellness check. So, cops go to her apartment on August 8th, 2015, and found her stabbed. Oh my God. 34 times. Why? We'll get to that. Some cuts were shallow. Some were just to inflict pain. But Mandy's body was severely tortured. Holy cow. And they assume she was dead for a while. The day she was found, Quentin and his girlfriend were getting married. What? Yeah. Like, the day she was found just happened to be Quentin's wedding day. The Quentin that could or could not have murdered Jessica. Yes, Quentin Tellis was marrying his But girlfriend. that wasn't told in the other story. I know. Because it's the mini murder. So did he get married in Louisiana? It just, that's all that was ever said. Okay. I don't know if they're still married or if. It got married. It was and, a cover up? Yeah. So I have in here, I'm assuming he had a short honeymoon <laughs> because he was arrested. But I don't know, like, how like how long they were married or honeymooning until this happened. So Quentin pled guilty to using her debit card. And it was only probably because they had tons of evidence against him for it. So he was seen on a Walmart camera the day before she was murdered. With her? With her. Okay. Using the card. So can you really say it was like since she was there with him? Well, hold on. It it, it escalates a little bit. Later, they find receipts in his apartment that matches up to charges on her card. Okay. So, Without her? I guess without her. They didn't say. Okay. But I assume it's kind of like they were at Walmart, and that's probably like when he got her card or something or another, or was just like, okay, you know, like, I don't know. But... It's unclear the relationship between Mandy and Quentin. Like, I don't know if they're friends. Like, they couldn't figure out. How they knew each other. Yeah, because Quentin told cops that he picked up her prescription of Lortab, which I don't know what it, if it's a C2 in Louisiana because it just recently, I say recently, like five years ago, switched to a C2 drug. And in South Carolina, like, it's completely addictive. Like, when you pick it up in a pharmacy, you have to show your ID. Some places, you even have to say, like, how you know this person. Like, what relationship do you have when you pick it up? With 
where I've worked, only one location wants to know, like, how do you know this person? You have to stay, like, mother, daughter, friend, blah, 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 blah. Because addicting and Correct. control substances. Correct. So, he said, I picked up her prescription of Lortab. After I picked it up, gave it to her, I purchased it afterwards. And I'm like, what? And this, How are you going to buy it after? This this was probably my nine years of working in pharmacy was just like, hold up. So, you're saying you went, picked up her prescription, showed your ID, gave it to her, and then was just like, okay, let me buy back those pills. No, that don't make sense to me. Because if a person, and me working in a pharmacy as long as I have, I have seen people who only get these prescriptions from shady doctors to turn around to sell them. They don't send in their customers. The family members that have those type relatives, they call and complain, you know, like, do not let these people pick this up. Like, you're not going to send a customer to pick up your prescription to give it to you to turn around to sell it. Do you get what I'm saying? That's like... Wait, so he's saying that he went to pick it up for her and then paid her so he can keep it? It's like, you picked is up... That, is that what... Kind of. Like, you picked up my prescription. Like, okay. you went, picked it up. Okay. You gave it to me, and then you bought it from me. Like, I sold you the pills. So, like I just said. Yeah. Why don't you just pay for it yourself? Sell. Yeah, like unless it, unless she had like insurance to cover it, and then I, he I don't paid know, like it just, her money. But why and, if if he was a customer, why would he go pick it up? Yeah, like why would you show your ID to get like? Because he's from Mississippi. Yeah, but you're still in the system. Like the DEA kind of watches all that. Maybe he doesn't know. Yeah, and but and it was so she didn't have to pick it up. He wouldn't think anything of it. But if you had a cus like we're this is all hypothetical talking. Like if you was a drug dealer and you're like, hey, just go pick it up. I'll trust you to gift feed the other X amount of dollars later. Would you trust them? No. Okay, that's. That's my logic of it. Like, if you were just going to give it to about whatever cost it cost, okay, yeah, you just send them to go pick it up. Yeah. But if you're saying, I gave it back to her and then turned around and paid her for it, I'm like, no. I like, get what you're saying now. Yeah. That's where I'm just like, no, that, that does not happen that way. So, days leading up to her death, cops were like, well, not cops, neighbors told the cops we saw him coming and going a couple times from her apartment. We heard the two, like, arguing. And at one point, like, he creeped me out. Okay, so a bulk of the evidence linking Quentin to Mandy's murder came from phone calls and ATM transactions. Cops believed that she was tortured in her apartment between 522 and 816 on July 29th. And she was tortured until she gave Quentin her pin number. Holy cow. Yeah. So he kept cutting her and stabbing her 
To torture her. To torture her. To give the number. And then two phone calls were made from Mandy's phone at 816 to Chase Bank. The caller hung up immediately both times. Two minutes later, two more calls were made from Quentin's phone. The last two calls put in her debit card number, put in her PIN number. So that's why cops think he tortured her for the PIN number. And that's what he needed to for the phone call? Uh-huh. To check the balance. So he was wanting to know the amount? He... he he wanted the pin number so he could go places right. probably to yeah. buy stuff. But then he was checking, I guess, to sit calling the bank to check how much money he could spend. Mm. So Without phone, a decline in like flagging? Yeah. So phone AT and T phone records this time indicate that Quentin's phone was zero point zero three seven miles away from her apartment. So, outside her front door? Yeah. Like, it was there. Like, it was there. So, the next day, after she was murdered, that they think, July 30th, Quentin asked his future mother-in-law's neighbor to go withdraw $2,000 from this ATM. He hands her a blue Chase debit card with Mandy's name on it. The, na- the neighbor took the card, took it to the ATM, checked the ballots, and then was just like, yeah, something's not right. Then somebody in Mississippi made a withdrawal the following day on August 1st. Phone records indicated that Quentin was in this town during that same time that transaction was done. Two weeks. So... The neighbor didn't get the 2000 because no. he was like, this is fishy? Yeah. So, two more weeks later, back in Monroe, ATM cameras capture Quentin withdrawing three consecutive days between beginning on August 17th. When cops questioned him about the debit card, he said a drug dealer named Jay gave it to him. Then he later changes it and says, some crackhead named Kenny gave it to me. Yeah, but why would you still use it if somebody else gave you and it ain't theirs? Mm-hmm. Another twist to this story is Quentin's wife's cousin, Eric, which we kind of like briefly talked about in Jessica's case, came forward to police and was like, Hey, Quentin told me some details and those details lined up with what happened to Mandy. Yeah. So, Louisiana court has sentenced him to 10 years for the stolen debit card. But, during the time of this is when Mississippi brought him to do the case against him and Jessica. So, Quentin has not been charged in Louisiana yet. He did get a bond, though. Yes! With an attempted murder? Yes! He got a bond of $300,000. Which I thought was crazy. Okay. 
At least here, and I think we've talked about this with the previous one we've done with yeah. the Turners. I think, like I said, the only way they can get Bond on a murder is if they have evidence that it could not have been them. Like, they don't have solid evidence that it was definitely him, which it leads to be, hmm. but... I mean, if they can't be like, oh, well, this is for sure, then, you know, we have, blah, 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 then they can, they'll probably get denied the first bond, but then later on, if their, their lawyer Mm -hmm. can end up getting them one, if they're, if they have a good enough case. So, it might have been something like that, and he was like, oh, I was in Mississippi, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's crazy, because it's just like... How does someone get tied up in two murder charges, but there's, like, hardly any evidence that leaks into it? Is he that lucky or that unlucky? Right. If if it's if it's not him that did it, then he's unlucky. But if it, he did do it, then he obviously knows what he's doing and lucky to be out. But he's in jail now? He's in jail right now, serving the 10 years. Gotcha. And then he'll be tried for her murder. They haven't set that case, so whatever they do, we'll get another story up on it.